Welcome to Just James's podcast. Scooby Doo Doo, Wobbly Wow, Billy Mariah, Wow, 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 with Thomas, definitely not Timothy. Yeah! Nailed it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Just James. It's your host, James. I am recording this with my beautiful co host, Thomas, next to me. But as I said to you guys last week and the week before and the week before that, this week's podcast is being recorded in advance. And I hope you guys understand. I I tried to do it as late as I could in the week so that I had as much like new fun information for you guys if anything had happened rather than me sitting and doing last week's podcast and this week's podcast like bang on one after another. So um for me it's late in the afternoon it's thursday but when you guys get this it will be wednesday the 5th of october i am currently at my brother's wedding so i have been saying to you guys for a while now i'm going to record this in advance just so that i can be present and be there and i didn't want to not deliver the podcast to you guys because some of you love my podcast you asked me in advance you said please don't not do a podcast for the week you said, please, can I do one? Make sure that there's information. So I've listened. I am doing what I'm told and I'm putting out the podcast that you guys want. So welcome, everybody, for my new listeners. Welcome for my regulars. I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful week. I The dress saga from last week, the dress is still not found. Uh, new Look very, very, very kindly gave me a full refund. They then offered uh, me a discount for my next order and they gave me a free next day delivery to reorder the dress that I wanted. But the problem is when I went in to reorder the dress, it was no longer available in my size. So don't have the dress in the size that I want. Um, I went through to New Look to try and find the dress, literally not in the store anymore. I spent three hours looking for dresses I went to every single store I could think of and not one store had like dresses I suppose it's not really the time of the year for weddings so they're not geared for weddings right now anyway I did buy myself two really nice jumpers I got my uh, stepfather a present for his birthday got my sister a present for her birthday I um what else did I do I got uh, my friend, a housewarming gift for her housey. I have been super, super, super busy. So I managed to get everybody else's presents, but not mine. <laughs> so anyway, it's all right. It's done. It's just that, sorry, my phone is ringing there. I just had to cancel it. Uh, so if you heard that, I do apologize for the noise. It was not on purpose. I So anyway, I happen to have, I mean, I've been to so many weddings, so I do have dresses in my cupboard. I do have things that I could potentially wear. So I'm going to just scrounge through my stuff and wear a dress that I own um, rather than something new and pretty for my brother's wedding. The problem is I'm probably going to end up wearing a black dress, which looks stunning on me. But it's not exactly wedding color. So I'm going to have to zhuzh it up with some like shiny jewelry or something. And um, hopefully it won't look like uh, I'm in mourning. <laughs> so let's hope it doesn't do that. I'm just going to put my computer on silent here because I keep having things ding and my computer's in front of me. Um, 
like I said, it is a Thursday afternoon, so I'm still in work mode and I just took the time to do this podcast because I don't want you guys to not have one for next week. So all is good. Um, What else is there? Oh, I did buy two new jumpers for myself. I treated myself yesterday. So I got everything I needed but, a ju- but um, what I actually went shopping for. So I ended up spending a shit ton of money. Excuse my swearing. You know, I've been trying not to swear. Um on stuff that I didn't potentially need. Anyway, anyway, I, um, I've um i lost track of my own train of thoughts. I'm trying to remember what I was going to say. Oh, you know what I thought of the other day? And I, I actually wrote this down. I thought, oh, it's something I really want to talk about in my podcast. I, I talk about surrounding yourself with people that are motivating and will help you with your goals and help set your goals and make you like in the right light for your goals. But the one thing I thought about, which is flipping that all around, and why don't we be the ones to motivate others? Why are we looking to surround ourselves with people that motivate us? Why don't we hang around? Why don't we be the people that people want to hang around? So I thought, let's flip, let's flip this over. Let's do it the other way around. And you know, why do people do the things that they do? And I think the question is often followed by how do I get them to do what I want them to do? Well, when you need something done or is something like a big enough ask, then you can enlist other people's help. But motivating other people to do things or I'm not saying manipulate people. It's not what I'm trying to say here. But when you're trying to like be a good leader or become help people with their challenges, research research suggests that humans are motivated by an, an anonymity mastery and purpose so people want to control their actions they want to see recognition for what they've done they want to learn new things and feeling like they matter is really really important we all feel like that we all want to matter in our own ways we all want to matter so how can you do that how can you help other people to get what they need and I would say the first thing is just ask you know explain what you need by when and why Explain the bigger picture so that other people understand how their contribution will matter to you and provide the context that they need in order to matter in your decisions and how you need them to accomplish the task. I think it's the first thing to do. Why not be upfront and be like, dude, this is what I want to do. Come and help me along. And then people have the the knowledge to assist where they need to assist. I think involve people, ask them what they what. They will take from what it will take from them to get involved. Everybody is different, and that may be a high, maybe highly motivating for one person. It could also be agony for somebody else. So find out what motivates them and tailor your expectations accordingly, and then trust other people's judgment. You know, give them the anonymity to decide how it works, how the work should be done, where certain parameters are. Give them ownership, and make sure that they know that you're available for questions and then try and inspire them explain why you've asked them information as opposed to somebody else you know if you're micromanaging one person or another explain why list the knowledge and the skills and the experience and what would be perfect for them to be prepared for that task and then people will often live up to your expectations so try not set too high expectations and then let them exceed in their own success it is always a great feeling when somebody overachieves and they get really like praised for it everybody loves that well I think so anyway I could be wrong 
appreciate them. Thank them sincerely. If somebody does something, if somebody's gone above and beyond, praise them publicly, share the positive feedback with their supervisors or other teammates and reward them. Provide tangible evidence for your gratitude. Send a handwritten note if you want to. Give them a little bit of a, a, a bonus, a gift certificate, a plaque, a public recognition. Invest in other projects with them and be and give them more responsibilities for the people that that are being rewarded. Even if you have a tiny budget, you can do something to show your gratitude. And I think challenge them. Start a friendly competition between the team or departments, ideally one in which everybody can win or learn something. Keep the competition, you know, amongst the team and not just individuals. And, you know, try not become too contentious, if that makes sense. And then celebrate success as a team. If you if the project gets completed and you all did a really great job on the project, as a team, celebrate that success. Celebrate every person's contribution. It, if it was a really big project, break it down into smaller goals that can be celebrated along the way to keep everybody motivated to get to that end goal. Inform them of, of when contributions are completed, when they've reached certain goals, let them know how the project has turned out, especially if they weren't part of the project from the beginning to the end. Make sure that they know that their contribution mattered and like the ultimate success from it. Sorry, somebody's banging downstairs. I'm really hoping you can't hear that, but you probably can. So if you can, I'm so sorry, guys. This is Just James Podcast. We just do this podcast in one take. We don't edit. We don't, I say we as if there's more person than myself and my plant, Thomas. Oh, gosh, there is banging. I do apologize if you can hear that. I'm not going to stop this podcast, though, because I need to pack because I'm going to this wedding tomorrow. So I'm going to have to get through this podcast with you guys. And if you do hear banging, well, I am soz, but I can't do anything about it because we're going to get this podcast out to you. We're going to get it out. We're going to be motivated. We're going to have a great week and we're all going to do a great job. So I, my skin's breaking out and it's so freaking typical the week before my brother's wedding, my skin's breaking out, my skin looks terrible, I'm getting pimples, it looks awful and I don't know if it's stress or if it's the fact that I actually drank over the weekend, which I haven't been doing for a while, but you know, pimples are so common. I mean, it's probably one of the most common complaints about skin issues, you know, and we shouldn't pop them. I do know that and I know there's not everybody's going to like this topic, so I'm not going to get graphic. Um, I'm not going to talk about like pimple popping and stuff because not everybody enjoys that and some people don't like the topic at all. But what I am going to look at is treatment of them and things that you can look at. I think the rule number one is you're not supposed to pop them. It's tempting. I do. I'm ridiculous. I'm horrible. I'm terrible. And it scars your skin. It really does. But if your hands are dirty or, you know, you have something under your nails or things like that, you can actually like aggravate the area a little bit. and you know, pimples are, are pores that have become clogged with dead skin cells and oil So, um, from nearby glands. So when the pores become blocked, they form a small red bump. We know it's pimples and they get clogged pores. They can turn into blackheads. They can turn into whiteheads and or even worse sort of, you know, there's like really pulsing sore cysts as well. So these are often triggered by hormonal changes in the body, life changes such as puberty. For women, it could be pregnancy, menopause. Um, if you're sort of changing your skincare routines, if you're increasing your exercise, if you're not washing your face properly, if you're partying too much, sleeping your makeup, there's so many different things, monthly periods as well, that can all affect it. So 
Normal skin bacteria can go into hyperdrive within your pores and the bacteria irritates the skin and inflames the pimples even more. So I would say if you've got it, if you've got something, apply, apply a little bit of ice to it, calm it down if it's angry, you know, painful pimples as well, apply ice, wrap up some ice in a cloth and press it against the inflamed area for three or four minutes at a time. And if the ice melts too quickly, then throw it in a couple of extra ice blocks if you want, or plastic sandwich bags, another thing you could put them in. And then just repeat several times throughout the day until it soothes and reduces the swelling in the area. And then I would say what works really well is if you crush an aspirin and chuck that, because it contains um, silical acid, it's super effective on removing excess oils and dead skin. And if you just crush one or two aspirins and mix it in a couple of drops of water, make like a little paste and then dab that onto it, it really does reduce swelling and redness and it can make it a little less painful as well. Leave the paste on for 10 to 50 minutes and then rinse it off with warm water. And you can also try like an over-the-counter acne spot cream, something with like benzoyl peroxide in it. I know I have spoken about this on other podcasts as well. It's not the first time I've spoken about this, but it's a topic that I've been asked over and over again to discuss. And some of you guys can't find the old podcast. I can't remember which podcast they're in, to be honest. Uh, so I'm just going back over this again as well. So if you've all heard this before, I do apologize. I know we've discussed this before. <laughs> But, um, you know, face marks is another great thing. So anything that's got sulfur in it that will sort of help. Um, or tea tree oil is another good thing. You can get a cortisone injection that will help quickly get rid of the pimple as well. So hopefully those are a couple of things that are going to help. Now, I had such positive responses from you guys on giving a couple of cleaning tips. And for a couple of weeks now, I've had other things to talk about. I haven't gone back to the cleaning tips that we were talking about. And a few of you guys have actually DM me on my Instagram at Just Jams Podcast and been like, you promised us cleaning tips. Where are the cleaning tips? So I'll give you guys a couple more. Now, I would say cleaning out the fridge because I've just cleaned up my fridges. I've got two fridges in my house. Um, one which is mainly a drinks fridge, but I have it because it's got a bigger freezer and I can put freezer in it. My other one's got like a little tiny fridge, freezy thing at the top that doesn't freeze anything, but it's more space for food. So I often clean out the fridge. If I would say pull out the shelves and the salad drawers, and if you want to put them in the dishwasher, you can. Uh, you can use a toothpick to remove the food residue that's sort of collected jointly on the surface or, you know, the little surrounding pieces they clip it into the fridge and then make sure the drainage holes at the back are free of gunk with like a cotton bud. And then I would line the salad drawers with kitchen roll to make it easier to remove veggie debris and stuff like that when you want to clean it. Um, and I always leave everything in my fridge in Tupperware, sealed Tupperware. I don't leave things like onions and open garlic and things like that just in the fridge. Um, if it's anything that's been opened and peeled or anything like that, either put in a sealed plastic wrap or um, like sandwich bags that seal or like Tupperware that seals just so that it keeps the smells out of your fridge, especially even things like cheeses as well. Um, and then always, you know, I clean up my fridge, defrost it. Did you know that if you have, if your fridge needs a severe defrost and it's really icy, you use more electricity for your fridge. So if your fridge is... Um, sort of open and it doesn't need um, 
like it, you know, like when it's just clean and stuff, you use less power. And at the moment, when gas and electric is so high, just another little tip for you guys to help keep your gas and electric down is defrost your freezer. You'll be surprised how much electricity it uses. So, one of the other things that I that sometimes we forget about, we don't really think to clean, is TV remotes, computer keyboards, game consoles. All of those things have like microbe magnets. So I would use um, a damp microcloth to clean grime and dust and then clean um, cloth spritz with a disinfectant solution to like tackle the germs and the viruses and everything else that's on there. And then for those little hard to read spaces on the keyboard, I would turn the whole thing upside down and tap, gently get it all out. Tease out stubborn dirt with like a sticky note folded in two. That's another great way to get things out of there. And wash your hands regularly if you if you're sort of sharing a workspace as well. Um, I another thing I also just cleaned is um like grout. So if you've got like grimy grout, especially like around the bath and things like that, I would make a paste of bicarb and water and then work it into the grout between your tiles using an old toothbrush. And then I would fill a spray bottle with vinegar and spray it over the bicarb mix. And it should really bubble up into a thick mixture that is perfect for tackling grout. And then use the brush to scrub away all the grime. Or if you have any sort of old, uh, like an old head of your electric toothbrush, then I'll try that. Uh, and that saves sort of the elbow grease as well. But And then rinse the tiles really well with the water afterwards. And that should definitely, definitely work. So hopefully that will give you some like trips and tricks for this week of things that you can do. Um, I, I keep saying, um, sorry guys. Uh, no, I can't stop saying um. So last week I didn't give you guys a conundrum. And the reason I didn't give you a conundrum is because this week I can't tell you guys who got the conundrum or not. So this week, as requested, I'm rather going to give you guys two conundrums because you didn't get one last week. So the first one is, if you're running in a race and you pass the person in second place, what place are you in? If you're running in a race and you pass the person in second place, what place are you in? And the second one is, what has one eye but can't see? What has one eye but can't see? So if you want to send me those answers to Just James Podcast, just underscore James underscore podcast, I'll give you guys the answers next week when I'm back and we're fresh and I'm here. But as you guys know, I am at my brother's wedding. I'm. This is a very beautiful time for my family. There's a reunion, a reunion, a union of two, two different families that are coming together and I believe, you know, I'm a hopeless romantic. I love things like this. So, guys, I hope you don't mind that this podcast is a little bit shorter this week. I've been warning you for weeks that this is going to happen. Um, and I'm going to leave it there for you guys because I'm going to go and pack and get ready and go and be with my loved ones in this wonderful, wonderful time and tell you all about it next week on my podcast. But this week, let's stay away from people who try to disparage your ambition. I really think that small minds will always do that, and great minds will give you the feeling that you're becoming great too. And that's something that came from Mark Twain as well. He said that, I, I can't remember the exact wording, it was along those lines. And guys, have a wonderful week. I hope, go and love your families, go love your dogs, go hug your plants, 
Have a wonderful, wonderful week. And I look so forward to seeing you when I'm back next week, everybody. Goodbye. They're the two best friends that anyone can have. They're the two best friends that anyone can have. They're the two best friends that anyone can have. Just James and Thomas the Plant.